0: So let's see everybody warm up. Get to it. <laughs>
1: Thanks for tuning into Seeker. I feel
2: like I have like half a bag of Doritos in my teeth,
0: <laughs> or on your fingers. My fingers are good. It's my teeth. You finally lick them down. Smack Do them. Do it. Now's the time. Mm. This almost as good.
2: It that's was, that's that was that's what makes it's Doritos It's like a bonus worse, round right? at the end.
0: Yeah. It's dessert. <laughs> it's a dis- Dorito dessert.
2: <laughs> when you get Dorito dust on your fingers, you gotta like, mm. scrape
0: it off. With it's the like tube. pixie dust, but different. Mm-hmm. Let's go there. Where are we going? Let's do this. Luke twelve or sixteen? Go get it on. Get it on. The rich fool. Sing it.
1: You want me to say it?
0: This is bigger barns. Where are we with this dude? Luke yeah, 12,
1: bigger
2: sixteen Barnes. Bigger barns. Oh, oh, we'll pull down my barn. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I'll do this. I'll pull down my barns and build greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I'll say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then who will those things be which you've provided? So it is he who lays up treasure for himself and not riches toward God. Hmm. Wow. How
2: about
0: that? How about that? What do you think about this? <laughs> oh, that was asking the well, question. So, there, I mean, there's...
1: I mean, on the, the obvious layer of this, you know, I guess we can start there and dig in from there. Um, yeah, we have all these plans for ourselves in our life, what we wanna do, right? We have a career trajectory, we have a family plan that we wanna see, you know, we want so many kids and or we wanna to go to college and get such and such degree. We spend all this time and energy and effort figuring out what we're gonna do with our lives and when we're blessed we're trying to figure out, Oh, okay, perfect, now I can buy the bigger house, whatever it is. All that stuff is just so fleeting. But it occupies like 95% of our thoughts and time and energy. Because at any second, boom, it could just be gone. And so, why not take that energy and put it in things that have an eternal destination, you know, in things with God? I mean, I think on the surface layer, that's what he's saying, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. It is interesting okay. <clears throat> that this is somebody who already has a lot. He gets more. Mm-hmm. Like, he starts out, it's a rich man who yields a crop that yields him a lot more. So rich gets richer. Mm-hmm. But he does actually ask the question, what do I do? But it's, what do I do? Because I don't have any room to handle all this extra I've got. Right? And when you think about it like that, like this guy, he's he's already wealthy, he gets more, and it's just like flowing all over the place. Makes me think of, I um, uh, can't think of it. It used to be DuckTales or something where, like, remember the guy? Hmm. Scrooge Scrooge, Yeah, had the money diving in the money. Oh, yeah, in the money. Cash. yeah, yeah. He's like, What do I do with all this, right? Hmm. So at least he asked the question What do I do with my crops? Um,
1: but he didn't really I mean this isn't him asking the lord what shall i do this is just him saying to himself like i've got so much money it's coming out of my ears what do i do with it yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah
0: you you <clears throat> tell to chop my legs off i was going to say that it's fun <laughs> keep going but yeah, yeah but to your point in 18 um, it's like what what am i going to do with this all my stuff you know so what i'm going to do with my stuff is it's almost like I'm going to waste I'm going to spend even more money just so that I can keep all my stuff um, and build bigger barns and there I'm going to put all my stuff like I don't know how many times it says my here and he just keeps racking up all his stuff and what he wants to do for him interesting
2: well what he decides to do is what we typically today would applaud, you right? Would say that's exactly right. You're being a very wise steward, steward of your money, of the resources God has blessed you with, mm-hmm. right? Clearly, you were meant to have all this bounty, and you're behaving in a very wise and prudent mm-hmm. manner.
1: Got to you make know? sure you have enough cushion for retirement.
2: Exactly. You're taking care of your stuff. You're doing. You're. You're taking care of your business. You're not being wasteful and. And, you know, you're not misusing what God's given you. Yeah. Right? His answer looks to the world like the exactly right answer. And what does God call him? (laughs) Yeah. Fool. You fool. Right? That's the response he gets from God. Right. It's not hey, what a great job, you've done so well with what I've blessed you with. Enter in, good and faithful servant. It's you're a fool right? if you think this is what you're supposed to be doing. If with all of this blessing that I've poured upon you, all you can think of is to make yourself comfortable with it, then you are a fool, Yeah, God says.
1: It's hard to really accept that at face value. I mean, like, because I, I don't want that to be the case. You know, I want to be able to, sure. like... Because it challenges you when you have to think, okay, well, how much is enough for me then? Like, am I already that rich man? Or do I... F- how rich do I have to be before I become that fool? That Like, should I be giving excess of my <laughs> money, like, to the work of the Lord now? Am I already, like, in the fool category? Or it's like, oh, well, I'm not i wouldn't say i'm rich but rich compared to what like there's so many questions it's tempting to let yourself off the hook right but i don't know am i already there
0: like are we already there what do you think this is the real layer this is the layer that, that we were going to get to yeah this is the real layer of oh, this sure. of this yeah. of this passage is what is rich i he, am i am 100 a fool
1: See, I don't want to, I don't think I'm a fool. (laughs) I don't want to be a fool.
2: I am so profoundly blessed in so many ways, especially materially. I don't think you can possibly be in my situation in 21st century America and not say that I'm rich beyond measure. Because I may not drive a fancy car, but I own a car. Mm -hmm. I may not have the biggest house, but I got a house that the lights come on and the water works and I've got heat and air conditioning. I've got more food than I can eat in a week stored away in my pantry. My kids have outfits to last three weeks before we do laundry in our washing machine and dryer that we own. Fantastically blessed. And I am a fool with the way that I try to hold on to those fleeting material things.
1: So what do you do then?
0: Isn't the, isn't, isn't also, so the contrast, well, the contrast between doing the right thing, maybe doing the wrong thing, or, or not being a fool and being foolish kind of lay, is in verse number 21. He who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God, mm-hmm. right? So there's, there's this tipping point where you stop being rich toward God or where you were never because you're too busy laying up stuff for yourself. And and that's what's tough to determine. Oh, look at him! He's making. Are you?
1: I think he yawned. He needs another coffee. He's
0: disagreeing. It's his disagree face. We we need to stop
1: back by Cafe Malore.
2: That just it feels like. I'm not giving us a way out of. It feels like a cop out that I make to myself
0: all the time about being rich toward God. About. We'll let Julian finish his thought, though. He, don't yeah, yeah, no, no I'm, I'm. I'm actually not saying that. Like that, you fill up your bank account and then say, "All right, now, now that I'm, I've got everything topped off. Now I'm going to be rich toward God." It's it's completely right. the other way around. Yeah, it is God first, and in ways that we can help people out, in ways that we can you know, further the kingdom, those things come first. In fact, he already said that. Matthew six thirty three: seek him first, all things will be added to you. And yes. the verses, if you back up, that's what people are, they're like, oh man, what are we going to do about daily bread? What are we going to do about clothing? Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the answer? You're going to get what you need. Yeah. And I think
2: we culturally have a very difficult time distinguishing needs from wants. Oh sure, yeah. Which is maybe not the discussion for this particular parable,
0: but it it still stands that yeah. I you I, I don't know here I think he's really having a greed issue, right? He was already rich. He was already good. He was already. I mean, he starts out rich. He tries to pile on on top of what he already has and takes no thought. Yeah. To do something generous with what he got, mm-hmm. and and again he thinks it's his. It's really not even his to begin with.
1: Yeah, I mean at the end of verse twenty, he says, um, you know, well when he says, "Fool, this night your sleep be required of you," then whose will those things be which you've been pro- which you've provided? So it's like those aren't even really your things. Like you thought they were yours the whole time, but I mean, in in a way, it's like all that stuff is from God, right? So. He's taking the credit for himself almost. It's like you think that those are your things that you've provided
2: but don't we do that all the time?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, yes.
2: yeah, yes. so the
0: warning is still completely valid, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think I don't think any of the three of us were in even in this, even barely saying we're not this dude. I right. hope we're not, right. We are this guy. There's all to all different degrees, but to any degree, we're very blessed. There's always opportunity, and then I think back to Jesse's question. This is where it's hard. I think it's well, it's tough because you think, okay, at what point? What is the point? You know, can can you? If you already have like Jesse's shoes, here he's had them since he was twelve, <laughs> 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 and they're still holding up. There's tread on them. I mean, for me, they would have been shot. Right, Does he have clearance to go buy new shoes. He could be buying shoes for the, for people who really need you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. You know, that's where it, it's very tough. You know, you look at you're like, man, I want to hook up some new ones, but I don't need them. You know, and even if you put duct tape on the bottom, you're still good. And you know, if you could take fifty bucks and go do something else to further the kingdom of heaven, like is that it more important? We, I, one thing that helps is to keep our eye on when um, we choose, we, we see the need and turn away from it to do something for us. Yeah. Maybe that's a sign. Hmm.
1: Well, if we think we're all fools, then what are we doing about it? If we all think that we are the rich person in the story, yeah. then that means we are all the fool so it's, I don't know. What does that mean? We have, what, what's, what's the action here? What do we need to do?
2: Well, that's the question, isn't it? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah.
1: And it should make you a little bit nervous. <clears throat> Makes me a little bit nervous. So I just don't want to be alone.
0: <laughs> the day seeker went Because the
1: second you answer it, or, you know, for yourself, I mean, I think everyone probably has to have this inner yes discussion yeah. with themselves, right? Yeah. But um, the second you answer that question in your mind suddenly you have to be accountable for it so it's almost easier to not even try and think too hard about it
2: (laughs) you know what i mean like that's the temptation i do know what you mean and i think that that avoidance is i think it's a lot more prevalent yeah than we even talk about yeah i'm sure i do it avoidance of that question because if you really look at the situation that we all find ourselves in, and that pretty much everybody that we know and associate with finds themselves in, it starts to get really uncomfortable to think about the level of, of material wealth that we all have. It starts to get really kind of awkward when you look at it closely, and you think about parables like this, and Jesus says, consider the lilies of the field, you know, that god's going to provide for what you need when you really start to look at that like it's it's a very uncomfortable place to be because of the way we 're enculturated, the way we're we're taught to think about you know wealth and personal property and the the value that right. we place on those things right, all of which are temporary, all of which are fleeting, all of which are going to do us absolutely no good. The day after we die, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of times we just don't think about it. We just don't look at it that way because it leads to some really uncomfortable questioning. I know I do that a lot. I just avoid the question altogether, just like you said. Yeah,
1: you Know, I look, you know, we're trying to have you know, Nikki to be able to not have to work so she can get, take care of Posey and whatnot, you know, on one income, which is really hard to do these days. Yeah. A lot of families here are doing it, but it's not easy, right? Because you know, costs here in Seattle area are just ridiculous and, um, and whatnot. So it feels like just trying to do that alone, you know, like you have to be very careful that you know, you know, everything lines up and everything like that. So you think. How do I have the excess to be, like, in the position that this guy is, you know, in? Yeah, I'm blessed because I have a car. I'm blessed because I've got an internet connection, and a, I've got a consistent good job and whatnot. So I certainly have all these blessings that God's put in my life. Okay. but um, But I don't feel like I've got, like, this excess to be diverting off to God some other way. But... Is that because I haven't somehow figured out a way to make room for it? Like, that's where it gets yeah. uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Like, is it better if, you know, me and Julian end up buying a duplex together, even though it's not, like, the nice big dream house, but we're able to, like, save, like, a couple thousand dollars a month on a house payment and do something with it, right? Does that... it would, Should that be something we do? You know, I mean, so
0: everything you're saying is like the next option it's like yeah well that was a great idea great so we need to go nail that okay. <laughs> yeah. well it's, it's like yeah that's cool well yeah that's do you know plan. where any nice duplexes
2: <clears throat> no i want the tiny the tiny house compound <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> now this podcast is getting weird it's getting we weird. want a compound we'll now. talk about
2: the tiny house complex later <laughs> but um <laughs> new episode yeah I know
0: exactly what you mean. we've got Kool-Aid for everybody. <laughs> 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 and then there were none. <laughs> Seeker last episode. <laughs> they just fade to black. Yeah.
1: Seeker, Comet Celebration.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: what were we talking about? Tiny House Comet. No. Um...
1: Yes. But yeah, even when you don't think you're in a position like there are things that you can do, but that would require this sacrifice. Right. Because,
2: well, there's the thing, you
1: know, I don't know that we want to like give up our house and be in a little small, tiny house or a, a duplex or buy a condo complex and with a bunch of other brothers and sisters and whatever that means. or However you say it, because we can save more money that way. But is that the same thing that this parable is really saying, essentially, though? I think that's a bit of a stretch there.
0: This this parable, I, <clears throat> I could be totally wrong. I think this parable is, is still talking about, it is talking about this man's greed. I think yeah. this is all the right conversation, though, that mm-hmm. comes back from it. Because if I think, what should this guy have done that would have pleased the Lord? Right? It seems that he starts out by... Having all this extra and saying, "What do I have to do to to have more than I need?"
1: I mean, his conversation sh- should have been, "What can God? You've blessed me so richly. None of this is mine. Everything I have is because you've chosen to bless me. How can I put this to the best use possible?" You know, like and rely on God to help provide and show that answer. And I think if your heart is really if you are in that position where you are blessed and you are bountifully blessed, um, and you're giving credit to God for that, never taking credit for yourself, so you have that humble heart, and then you're asking God for that guidance, you're dwelling on that, your mind is going to figure out a way, and you know God's going to answer that prayer. You know through the combination of both those things, something's going to happen for the Lord out of that, right? It's inevitable outcome. But when you don't go to God for you know, for his guidance through that process. When you rely on yourself for those things, you give credit to yourself for getting those things. You know, that's the pride. You know, that's. I think that's where it's falling apart for this guy and this parable. Hey, thanks for listening to Secret. Find us at secretpodcast.com. Check out our website to get more information about the Secret Project. Also check out our blog and some other information we have there as well. Thank you, my friends. Have a good one.